to Chase Your Enthusiasm with your host, Chase Elaine O'Donnell. Hello, that's me. Always a pleasure to chat with you. Thank you so much for tuning in to episode five. If you're new here, Chase Your Enthusiasm is a self-accountability experiment podcast to follow through with the little things in life that can bring you joy to an otherwise hectic schedule. Um, So I've been seeing what happens when I actually stick to doing things that I've said I've wanted to do before in the past and haven't done them. It's been making my days feel much more intentional, that's for sure. So that's a little recap. I'm excited to share with you this week's challenge, but before I do, I'm going to go over a few stand-up shows that I have coming up. I'll be in San Diego this weekend. That's the 17th and 18th. Both are at 8 o'clock, the shows. The info is on donttellcomedy.com. If you haven't heard of Don't Tell Comedy, they're like secret comedy pop-up stand-up shows around the country, and they're so fun. Um... They're always at like random locations. I've done shows in a boxing gym, a hostel, a karate studio, a backyard of someone's like really nice house. It's super random. But anyways, we don't know where the actual location of these shows are going to be in San Diego until 12 o'clock noon, the day of the show when they send out the info to people who bought tickets. So yeah, fun stuff. And then next weekend, I'll be back on the road with Christina P. That is September 23rd through 25th. So um, that'll be at Bricktown Comedy Club in Oklahoma. So if you live in Oklahoma or San Diego, come on out. Okay, so time to explain this week's challenge. It's a little random. Uh, Here's the backstory of why I chose this. The year was 2020. We all remember that one. It was quite the year. A lot of us were cooped up inside. Some of us took on passion projects or hobbies. My grandma started reading a book on philosophy to pass the time. And we chatted on the phone and I remember being so inspired after our phone call, I was like, I am going to study philosophy. That's what I'm gonna do with my time. And I signed up for an online philosophy course. I went to the first lesson and then what did I do? We all know what I did. I didn't go back. I went to one class. After being so inspired and so excited to study philosophy, it didn't cost any money. So I didn't waste money on it, but still I didn't follow through, which is what this podcast is about. So you guessed it. This week's challenge is studying philosophy every day. I'm really fascinated by philosophy uh, from what I know of it. I did take one course my freshman year of college and I didn't appreciate it back then. Honestly, I tuned out after the professor was like, Joe is 70 years old but he doesn't remember being two years old. Does that mean he's a different person? And I was like, no, it means he can't remember being two. It was a long time ago. He's the same person. Oh my God, I couldn't get over that. I was like, this is college, this is dumb. But now that I'm older, I appreciate these questions, I do. And I understand why it's interesting to question our existence on earth. 
I like to ponder why we're here and what the universe was before the Big Bang and what the point of life is, if any. Hi. Hi, London. You're on my podcast. Oh my gosh, hi. Why do you think we're here on Earth? I think we're here on Earth for negative, no real reason. We're just a little dot in the universe. But also, I feel like we're here to make the world a better place. Oh, where Sorry, are you? I'm, I'm about to go to the grocery store, but I'm going to stay in the car until we're done talking. No, I we're done. Want... That's all I had. That's it. Yeah, I'm going to call Barbie next. Oh, perfect. Yay. Okay, She's love you. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. That was my sister, London. Hi, Barbarita. Hi, honey. I'm I'm recording my podcast again, and this week I'm studying philosophy, and I just wanted to hear what you think the answer is to what is the point of life? The point of life? Uh-huh. But what's the first few things? <laughs> I don't know so that you can carry on your heritage to all your wonderful children. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. These are tough questions, huh? Yeah. Another one <laughs> is, um, what do you think the universe was before the Big Bang? What do I think it was? Yeah. <laughs> when was the Big Bang? When was it? Yeah. I think 13 billion years ago. 13, that far away, there were all these big, tremendous animals that were uh, living then. That's true. And That's there true. weren't that many humans. I don't think there were any humans 13 billion years ago. Yeah. I don't think so either. Oh, man. But it was all these big, tremendous overtaken the world yeah. like dinosaurs yeah yeah she's too much that was that was my grandma barbie so her timeline is a little off um but still so fun to hear from her what do you think the universe was before the big bang a point of infinite singularity that expanded to all places without going anywhere interesting yeah i have no idea what it means but it sure sounds good <laughs> that was my dad my mom is gonna listen to this and be like how come you didn't call me and ask me my opinion and i just want you to know casey i did call you you didn't answer so don't get your nose twisted i have this idea in my head that if i can wrap my brain around these sorts of questions I'll have a better understanding of the world that we live in. And maybe the things I worry about now, like, did I just offend that person by saying that thing? And are they mad at me? Maybe those types of worries won't matter as much. Expanding my viewpoint of the world just seems like a really good use of my time. Right? Who's with me? Ladies, back me up. Rolla. He's asleep. Okay, so here are the rules. 
Every day this week, Monday through Friday, I will study up on philosophy, whether it's an online course or a chapter in a book or a documentary. It doesn't have to take hours out of my day. I just want to focus my attention on learning about ancient philosophy as if I was a student back in my philosophy class in college. There's so much access to free education nowadays that why not take advantage of it? Okay, am I right, ladies? Ladies, back me up. will be here later. Okay, I'm off. After this short break, future me will be back to tell you how this week went to learning philosophy. I don't know why I did that voice. Okay, bye. On Earth, we have so much suffering. How did you eliminate suffering in your planet? The short answer is by not getting what we wanted in life. That's how you ended the suffering. We hypnotized ourselves into not wanting what we wanted. Uh, how? We're just like humans in that we want things, we have urges, but wants are a big problem because now you gotta go get what you want. You've gotta pursue it. But not getting what you want causes the suffering, right? Well, getting what you want also causes the suffering because the happier it makes you, the harder it's gonna hit you when it's over. Getting what you want is really just a distraction from the why am I here question. So so everyone on your planet is in a mild dream state, right? What's that like? Very similar to the hypnosis of pursuing what you want without knowing why you want it. But isn't it a little sad to not get what you want? There's no difference between getting what you want and not wanting it anymore, because either way you scratch the itch. So if there's no suffering on your planet, why did you come here? Well, you guys have movies and popcorn, which I like, and second, because everyone on my planet is so content, no art is created. We've become part of the indifference of nature. You don't have any art, no comedies, nothing? When you're fulfilled, why have comedies to distract you? When you're satisfied, why try to understand life? You think art requires pain? I certainly think imperfection is the beginning of all art. So final thoughts, what's your advice to us Earthlings? If there's anything I've learned, it's to choose your problems. Choose your problems. Choose your problems and live. You're never gonna get it perfect. And perfection is a very boring place to live anyway. American Baron on TikTok is one of my favorite content creators. That was one of his videos. They're all philosophical, which is, why I uh, thought it was appropriate for this week's intermission. Okay, hello, it's me from the future. I have glasses on now because I'm so smart. I studied philosophy this week and I'm just so much wiser. I am probably 0.000001% smarter than before. Um, there is only so much you can take in in five days. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, I obviously have a lot more a long way to go. But I'm here to tell you how my week went and uh, if studying philosophy was all that I dreamt it would be and more. So let's just dive right in. Come with me. Let's go. Let's have fun. I kicked off this week by going to openculture.com. No rhyme or reason to this decision. If you type in Google free online philosophy courses, hundreds of options pop up. This is like 
a random one I clicked on and it has thousands of lectures on philosophy from colleges all over the world. The first lecture I chose was from Oxford University on philosophy and I gotta be honest, this reminded me of my philosophy class that I wasn't the biggest fan of. It was like, if this dress is identical to this dress, are they two different dresses? Yes, they're two different dresses. What is, am I smarter than everybody at Oxford? And the students in the class had all these questions about it. And I was just like, those are two different dresses. That's the part of philosophy I don't like. I wanted to learn about like the history of philosophy and Socrates and Plato and Aristotle, and then go into like those deep questions of our existence on earth and why we're here. Not is, is this dress the same as this dress? I, Maybe there's a point to it that I just didn't get. So the next day on Open Culture, I watched the History of Philosophy course taught by Arthur Holmes at Wheaton College. This one was better because I'm fascinated by Socrates and Plato and what life was like when they were alive. And I mean, it's crazy to think that those are some of the wisest people to have ever existed. But I get it, because when they were alive, they didn't have distractions. There wasn't TV or books or social media, so all they really could do was just sit there and think. So I, I, so that's pretty cool. I gotta be honest, I can't tell you what I learned in that lecture. I don't know, it went in one year, out the other. Here's a clip from it. Logos, what he talks about is a kind of mathematical order to things. A mathematical order to things. Um, so that uh, you can represent all sorts of different shapes numerically, you see. This is a mathematical kind of universe where you can trace out the mathematical order. This is why he was interested in a geometry. Yeah, you see, just kind of like a little boring. That's when I switched to a different platform. You might have heard of it. YouTube. So much easier to digest than these professors lecturing. So thank you, YouTube. So these are the accounts I just loved, if you're interested. Philo Notes. Um, that's an account on YouTube. It has calming soundtracks under the lessons and the woman that talks has a very soothing voice and it's just like nice to listen to, nice to watch. It's like a whiteboard. Um, it's just, ah. Crash Course is another account I really liked. It has a great course on philosophy explaining the basics of philosophy, but not calm like Philo notes. It's very fast and straight to the point. They're, they, they cram everything in in 10 minutes. So that's if you're in, in a rush, a philosopher on the go. And then I stumbled upon the channel Einzelganger. It's just a channel that has philosophy videos that are very easy to digest, cartoons and animations to make it simple, and they're quick. I kind of would just watch one video to the next and usually when I'm on YouTube and I'm scrolling, I feel very unproductive. I feel like my brain is going numb, but watching these 
types of videos on YouTube felt very productive and I felt very good about myself and I wanted to pat myself on the back. Every video I watched, they were all videos that made me think in a different way, which I think is all I really wanted to get out of this. It's just thinking about things in a way that I don't usually think about things. So I ended up finding a platform that worked very well for me. Who knew? YouTube. Who knew? I think we all knew. I think a lot of people knew that, but I'm just finding it out. And maybe you know about all these YouTube channels already. I just like subscribed to Jimmy Kimmel and the Cottage Fairy and you know, so um, these were new for me. It's no wonder that I stopped the course I started last year after one day. That just wasn't the right method for me. And it's okay. I'm not going to go back to school to get a degree. I'm learning for fun. You know, I wish I could eloquently tell you what I learned. <laughs> I'm still taking it all in. Uh, but this is what stood out. I've always known about Socrates. I didn't know that he was sentenced to death for his idea of questioning everything and asking why i don't know that really stuck with me that's the poor guy and his method is the simplest we all know his method just asking why to everything because the unexamined life is not worth living Whoa, did I just quote Socrates? Yes, I did. Thank you. After dipping my toes in this week, what I found I want to learn more of moving forward is about stoicism. In simple terms, it maximizes positive emotions and reduces negative emotions by just learning to accept whatever is happening. And it's a philosophy from the third century. That's just really what blows my mind. We have so much to learn from people that lived that long ago. Does that blow your mind too, or is it just me? There's a book I want to get called Philosopher's Book of Questions and Answers. It's an interactive book. So it asks the big hard hitting questions and then you answer them and then it gives blurbs from actual philosophers. It seems very interesting, so I'm gonna order that. I didn't find out about it until the challenge was over. Overall, I really liked this challenge, and moving forward, I challenge myself to not only study philosophy, but anything that piques my interest. Because believe it or not, there's other things that pique my interest, like, um, <laughs> my brain just went to, like plants. But that's something you can study. I can study botany. Okay, because honestly, I just, I enjoyed setting aside purposeful time to just learn about something I want to know more about. It's crazy to me that I never do that. When I have free time, we've talked about this, I just, I numb my mind by watching TV or just tuning out instead of using that time to expand my mind. And I feel like once I graduated from school, I was like, you know what? This has been 20 years of studying. I know everything I need to know. I've been rebelling, not studying anything new for so long. But the truth is there's so much more to learn and why not learn it without any tests or papers or grades. It's the best kind of school. 
Oh my God, speaking of the best kind of school, when I was in college, I was really frustrated because I went to a UC school where you have to take certain courses, they were required. And I was just frustrated because they weren't classes I wanted to take. I started my own college, quote, quote unquote, I, I, I made a website for it. It was called Chase Academy. And Chase stood for College of Higher Achievement and Scholastic Excellence. And yeah, I had a fake website. I was Chancellor Chase. I had a it was honestly celebrities that attended my school. Zoe Deschanel was one of my students. Of course, fake. I don't want you to think this was bigger than it was. Um, I just I just grabbed pictures from the internet and put them on my fake website. Um, and I was like, congratulations, Zoe has been accepted for, <laughs> I had pictures of the dorms. Okay, whatever, it was so much fun to make. But I, uh, I created my own curriculum because I wanted to take classes and things that I wanted to learn. And they were honestly just like politics class. Like why, why weren't they teaching about what was going on in the world in politics and reading class and culture class and oh my god i mean it was something like this i still do it to this day this says weekly lesson plans it's like a teacher's um planner so basically like right now i would write my courses on top which i still do it's just like fitness nutrition multimedia writing I just have my courses there and I put what the homework assignments are. I guess I've always liked the structure of school. I just haven't, I just want to pick what I'm learning. That was my little side note story of Chase Academy, Chancellor Chase, I'm back. Um, in, this, in this quarter or semester, we're going to be learning about philosophy. That's my British accent. All right, moving on. I think it's a little Australian actually. Okay, so this week it, it was a success. I enjoyed this challenge. It brought me joy. Now on to other things that brought me joy. A little segment I like to do. I went to the Van Gogh Museum with my mom and sister. It is a museum of Van Gogh, very self-explanatory there. However, I enjoyed this so much. I am not a museum goer. I don't like going to museums. I think they're boring. I, I said it. I said it. I think they're boring. I think it's, it's kind of boring to just walk around and stare at things. I don't know. This one was different because they put Van Gogh's paintings to music and it was a show. It was a theater. You go and you sit down and you watch this 30 minute show. I teared up. It was so beautiful. And yeah, it just like it let you take in the art in a very different way than just like walking around and reading about the images. So um, I really loved it. And I also got myself a teacup while I was there. It is a little set with one of his paintings. This is the, the sunflower painting with the little spoon. Um, tea brings me <laughs> the utmost joy. I have so many teacups. <laughs> I collect teacups. They're so cute and charming. So that made me really happy finding a Van Gogh teacup in the gift shop. It was so cute. 
I was I flew to Austin this week and at the airport there was this little shop that I went in and I found this sticker that reads so apparently I'm over dramatic and there's a rainbow um on the sticker and I I said got to have it I thought it was so cute it's going to go on my computer I'm talking a lot about purchases that made me happy let's jump back to experiences okay the week that I stayed off social media I bought a book and have been reading it ever since and I just finished it this week Daisy Jones and the Six and I really enjoyed finishing a novel and the book was so good um so yeah that made me that made me happy to finish it and follow through because at the end of the week I hadn't finished the book but I've kept it up and um now I'm excited to pick out a new book so if you have any suggestions for me that's me typing. Type in the comments below, would ya? And lastly, I mean, the biggest amount of joy I felt this week was in Austin, Texas. I had five shows there with Christina P. And it was so much fun. It was at the Creek in the Cave. It was like this small, intimate uh, room. The energy in, in there was out of this world they were the most fun shows I think I've ever done. It was fun. A lot of times stand up for me is scary. <laughs> These shows were so much fun. I got off stage just like buzzing, as they would say in Love Island. I was buzzing. And I met Joe Rogan in the green room because he had a show right after us. And I was like, Chase, play it cool. Just play it really cool. And I was like, hey, nice to meet you. Yeah, I'm a comic, whatever. It's not a big deal. <laughs> no, I did not say any of that. I did jump in while he was talking about COVID and I was like, oh, I had COVID too. So, you know, we had something in common. So that's cool. Also, Ennie came to the shows. You might know Ennie if you're a fan of your mom's house. He's, you know, one of the producers, one of the producers. He was there. We all hung out in the green room. It was just a really, really fun week. And I was so grateful. I I couldn't stop thinking about how grateful I was for this weekend. Okay, let's pick a card um, to set an intention for the upcoming week. Huh? What do you say? Fun. Oh, good. I knew you'd be on board. Okay. These are the Artist Way creativity cards. Creative energy. Creativity is the natural order of life. Life is energy. There is an underlying indwelling creative force infusing all of life, including ourselves. When, he, when we open ourselves to creativity, we open ourselves to the creator's creativity within us and our lives. And our lives. I've heard that before. I've heard it before. Okay. Now we'll pick a crazy, sexy love note card. Okay. This one says, breathe deeply. Breathe big. Let it all in. Expand your fabulous belly. Who cares if your jeans feel too tight? Here's an idea, buy a roomier pair. Oh, she has a sense of humor today. Deep, full breaths invigorate you. They release sadness and allow ecstasy to flood in. Pause, inhale, a long, 
slow, big, delicious breath. Exhale. Remember, whenever the going gets tough, take a deep breath and trust that you are capable of greatness. I like that. Let's all take a deep breath. I don't know about you, but I feel like a brand new woman. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast this week. I hope that you, uh, I, I challenge you to pick something that you're interested in and watch a two minute to 10 minute video on it, um, or pick up a book on it or anything like that. If you're interested, um, in learning more about something this week, give it a try, huh? Thanks to everyone who's left a review. Oh, do I appreciate you so much and have a great, great week. I'll see you next week. Get out there and chase your enthusiasm. I forgot that's how I've, I forgot that's how I've been ending it. Okay. Cut to dance moves. Bum, bum, bum.